Park sent you. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Good afternoon and welcome to another edition of Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher, 106.1 FM Nash Icon on your radio dial. iHeartRadio app, TuneIn Radio app, our digital platforms. NashFM1061.com and EricAsher.com on the World Wide Web. And, of course, our podcast is everywhere. Anchors our home base, but on your favorite podcasting platform. Search Inside New Orleans Show with Eric Asher. At Eric underscore Asher on Twitter. Eric Asher on Facebook. Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram or our social media platforms. Today on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports, if you missed us at 1 p.m., Sean Vazina, Fox 8 Sports, knocked it out of the park. 
Saints, LSU, Tulane, Pelicans, college basketball, college baseball, women's basketball, men's basketball. We did it all. And, of course, you can check us out tonight at 6 o'clock on LAE. 10 o'clock on the Deuce, that's WLA TV 2. Friday night, 9 o'clock, Pelican Sports Television, 10 o'clock LAE. Saturday morning at 2 a.m. on the Deuce. Saturday afternoon at 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. Or set your DVR for your favorite time slot. It'll also be on our social media platforms this evening. And then it'll also be, it's already on the WLA TV YouTube page, ready for you to peruse. It'll be at ericasher.com over the weekend. And, of course, today's program brought to you by our good friends, the Oceana Family of Restaurants. Are you ready? Are you ready? It's Mardi Gras time in the city. And uh, if you're heading down to the quarter, getting into the craziness, you got to stop to grab, uh, grab a bite to eat. you got to stop to grab a cocktail, right? Oceana Grill, 739 Conti Bourbon. Of course, don't forget also about Old New Orleans Cookery, uh, which is, again, in, in um, at 205 Bourbon Street. Uh, Mambo's, and, of course, the Hideout Bar, 411 Bourbon Street. Right next door is... Um, is the hideout bar. All are open. All are open again. They do not close. They're open late. So, again, looking for a late-night place to eat or grab a cocktail. They'll be open to at least 1, 2 in the morning. Uh, at Oceana, you get breakfast, lunch, and dinner at uh, Mambo's and Old New Orleans Cookery. You can you can get uh, lunch and dinner and great cocktails. And then, of course, out in Metairie, if you're doing the Metairie parades, uh, don't forget Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. Um, I'm not sure, again, if they're still available, but they were, they were renting parking spaces for the um, for the upcoming Metairie Parades. Maybe, again, you might be lucky and grab a parking spot. If not, again, park near Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. And, again, uh, go in there, grab a bite to eat, um, cocktails, utilize their restroom. Man, I'll tell you what, just a great time over at Bobby A. Bear's and all the Oceana family restaurants. Again, I'm, I can say for sure that the tickets to the balconies uh, at Old New Orleans Cookery and Mambo's have been sold out, but you might be able to walk up on the day of because they do sell t- day tickets and night tickets uh, that might be available. Maybe, again, they have some cancellations, which is always a good time because it is, it is again, all-inclusive. Cocktails, food, etc. come back and forth. you got the wristband. So, and, of course, uh, you've got balcony seating uh, as well as, again, when it comes to um, – um, Mambo's, you've got the uh, rooftop bar. So a lot going on, and again, with the Oceana family of restaurants this time of year. Make sure you make it one of your uh, one of your stops. And this afternoon, we start off with, again, this, this half hour brought to you by our good friends over at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Well, again, open seven days a week, open late lunch and dinner. An extraordinary cocktail would be nice about this time of year, wouldn't it? How about, uh, how about chilling in their, their uh, beautiful courtyard with a little Cajun Creole cuisine? Maybe, again, enjoying one or, or both of the Bourbon Street balconies with, uh, with again, private rooms and private restrooms. Uh, it's a great uh, dining experience for friends and family, especially this time of year with the revelry. Uh, take those, go sit in front of the picture windows and watch all the craziness on Bourbon Street. Uh, Old New Orleans Cookery. You want to find out more, go to nolacookery.com. That's nolacookery.com. It's always a good time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. All right, let me set the guest list for you today. Um, we're going to be joined by... Um, we're going to be joined by Gary Smith in just a couple of minutes. We'll be talking Tulane with him, of course, of the Wave Report and, and also the Times-Picayune. Tommy Chrysanth, talking sports with TK, uh, will, will join us at 435. We'll talk college baseball with him, uh, all the local teams. We'll get into that. Uh, at uh, 515, it will be Alec Cassell, the Bird Rights, talking Pels. And then we'll finish it with Ross Jackson of uh, Locked on Saints podcast. That'll, uh, that'll join, he'll join us at, 430, at 535. And uh, looking forward to having him on the show to talk a little Saints. Of course, uh, uh, the big story today uh, is um, uh, it has to do with Alvin Kamara coming out of Clark County in Las Vegas. Kamara, along with uh, Bengals uh, uh, cornerback Chris Lehmans, 
uh, and two other men have been indicted by a Clark County grand jury. Conspiracy to commit battery and battery resulting in substantial bodily harm. Uh, the indictment happened after, again, last February's um, uh, February the 5th um, uh, altercation fight outside of a Las Vegas nightclub. Uh, we've been waiting on this. I said this from the beginning I don't, I, that it was going to happen eventually. He would get indicted. Uh, and, of course, you know, look, what's the old saying? They can indict, you can indict a ham sandwich. He's going to get indicted. Uh, the video is very damning. There's no doubt about that. But, but again, from a Camara standpoint, he's never been in trouble in his life. Uh, more than likely, this is going to be, again, community service. This is going to be, again, uh, a large fine. And then when they get to the civil action, because, again, uh, the, uh, the, the victim has filed suit not just in, in, in Clark County in Las Vegas, but also in Louisiana, uh, the, the civil suit is where he's going to get really, really hurt uh, in terms of, again, um, uh, the possibility of, of big money being paid out. And then, of course, as expected, Camaro's going to miss some games. Is it going to be four games? Is it going to be six games? What is it going to be uh, next year? But the Saints will start the season without Alvin Kamara, which, again, puts a lot of uh, pressure on this team to be able to find not one but two running backs. They've got to find that Kamara clone. We've been talking about Tajay Spears for a long time, maybe in the third round if he's available. Uh, they still need a big back. We've talked to some of our, uh, our football analysts who really like, again, several big backs that are in this draft. Uh, you're going to have to probably get a veteran back as well. So Saints will have to prepare themselves for life without Alvin Kamara early in the season. Uh, still no word on, on Derek Carr on what he's going to do. Uh, he has not taken any, any um, visits as of now. Uh, again, uh, uh, speaking to someone uh, uh, that's close to the situation, uh, tells me that, again, this was expected by the New Orleans Saints, uh, that they expected a little bit of a lull here before he started making visits. But the Saints are still very, very confident that, again, that Derek Carr is going to be the next quarterback uh, of their team. So we'll see, again, how that plays out. A lot going on uh, in, in uh, today, again, as we prepare ourselves. Happy Mardi Gras to each and every one of you. Hey, let's say a little, little, a little prayer in unison tonight for, again, all the Carnival crews who are trying to get out on this Thursday night that they can, they can uh, somehow dodge this uh, incredible clement weather that's coming it would be fantastic if this thing got here about 11 o'clock tonight and uh again the uh, the the um thursday parades can go unscathed from the weather so let's hope that'll happen because after that it is a beautiful weekend all the way again to fat tuesday uh we'll have a little bit of cold a little bit of uh, a little bit of warmth and of course 80 degrees uh projected on mardi gras day so again this is our last show live show uh, before again uh, mardi gras uh, we will be back on Wednesday with a live show. As again, tomorrow we are preempted by UNO Baseball. And then, of course, uh, the normal uh, uh, days off on, on uh, Lundy Gras and also Fat Tuesday. All right, let's head to the guest line. Join us the program. has got a fantastic website. Call yourself a Tulane fan. You better be, again, subscribed to the Wave Report. It is, again, the most comprehensive look at Tulane athletics. Nobody touches it. And, of course, does a great job for the New Orleans Times, Picune, The Advocate, and Noble.com. He is Gary Smith. He joins us each and every week on the program. Gary, how are you? Doing well, Eric. Doing well. I think I think my family's canceled our plans to go to Muses tonight because of the weather, but I'm I'm with you. Hopefully the weather will be fine and everybody that goes out there will be able to to enjoy the parades tonight. Yeah, I, I surely hope so. No, no doubt about it. Um uh, but before we get started, you know, again, you, you look I love talking everything with you. So let me just give you your give me your thoughts mm-hmm. on Derek Carr. Um 
I, I think he's an upgrade um, for for the, for the Saints. Um, he, he he would he's been more. I mean, he, he was not great by any stretch of the imagination with, with the Raiders. Um, I you know I, <laughs> the Saints are clearly proceeding as if they're a playoff caliber team that doesn't need a great quarterback to succeed. The evidence on the field suggested otherwise this year, but they're not so far away that I don't think it's completely that I think it's completely absurd. Again, the the issue is Dennis Allen's track record. He's done nothing in his coaching career as a head coach to prove that he can be a winner. But uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm actually, I, I can see both sides on, on that. I, I mean, <laughs> the, the Saints believe they've got a good enough defense that they can win with a quarterback who's, 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 who's okay and, and, and not great. I, yeah, I, I, I see both sides on it. I, I'm, I'm pretty wishy-washy on, on this right. one. I don't, I, I, but again, if they're close, I think he could be an upgrade. If they're not close, then, then they're saddling themselves with another quarterback that you can't really win with. So let, let, let's see what happens. We'll, we'll definitely see what happens again. It's, it's not a done deal, but the Saints no. are pretty confident that he yeah. is going to sign. So we'll see how that plays out. Mm-hmm. A lot of a lot of comings and goings with the Tulane Greenway football team. Lance Gidry left from Miami. There is a new uh, a defensive coordinator. He reported it today uh, for the audience yeah. that don't that don't know who that is. Please tell us all about it. Sure, it's really interesting. Uh, it, it, it's another example of the difference when you go twelve and two and win in the Cotton Bowl and win your conference, the the, the pool that you're searching for in Canada. Because yeah, um, the, the, it's Shield Wood. Um, Lance Gidry left them in the lurch. They they hired him. He was returning to Louisiana. Seemed like the perfect hire. He is an excellent coach. He's he's so good though that Miami took him right out from under Tulane after about three weeks on the job. When you're this late in the process, that usually spells trouble. Instead, Tulane went right back to the Sun Belt, um, got got Shea Wood, and his track record is, is just absolutely terrific. I mean, the guy was he, he was in his first year at Troy. This year, as defensive coordinator, they went 12 and two. They held eight of their last nine opponents to under 20 points. He actually went went head to head with Lance Gidry when Troy played Marshall, and Troy outgained Marshall 421 to 174 and won the game 16 to seven. This guy, this guy a good coach when he was at army um as their defensive coordinator two years ago they went nine and four and beat missouri in the armed forces bowl the year before that when he was an assistant coach at army not at the defensive coordinator they were number one in the country in in yards allowed that's not a position that army is often often in um and earlier in his career when he was at wofford and he was the defensive coordinator there his last year they had a great team so the, the track record's terrific, and then the note I un, the un, note I unearthed that, that's really interesting about him is I noticed there was a three-year gap in his bio and all of the, the descriptions of him. So I did some internet research. He quit coaching for three years from 2013 to 2015 because his wife was going into her medical residency and she was about to have their first kid, and he wanted to be a stay-at-home dad. He did that for three years while she went through that. When her eyes, when her hours were more manageable, he went back to coaching at Wofford. That's unheard of for a football coach to do that. That's just <laughs> that doesn't happen. Um, so this guy seems to have his priorities in order, and he's been an excellent coach wherever he's been. And for Tulane to get a pickup of this magnitude at this date after being completely left in the lurch, it, it's really impressive. No doubt about it. Dan Rauscher, again, former uh, Saints coach, yep. is now the new offensive line coach at Tulane. As, again, their Another offensive great line hire. coach has to <laughs> Houston, right? And, yeah. And, and, seen, and you know, I'm telling you, people have talked around at, at Tulane. They think this is a fantastic hire for the, for the Wave. Yeah, and I checked with my Saints sources, guys that have covered them daily. This guy's the Saints let him go at the end of this year, but he's an incredibly respected coach. Um, this is a guy that Sean Payton was 
considering bringing onto his staff. Um, and again, this is a hire. If Tulane's coming off a two and ten season, I don't think there's any way that Dan Rusher goes from the goes stays in New Orleans to, to to go to Tulane. He clearly wanted to stay in New Orleans. Um, Tulane is now an incredibly attractive position. And uh, yeah, I mean, I, I it's hard to see how. I mean, and he has he's not an upgrade, and he has plenty of experience in college. Before he was with the Saints, he was at Michigan State. He was offensive coordinator for a couple of years, um, as well as an offensive line coach. So yeah, um, another <laughs> another home run higher after being surprised by a, by, by a coach leaving. I mean, you never know how it turns out. I, yes, I know. Uh, around this time two years ago, I was calling Chip Long a, a home run mm-hmm. hire, and that didn't work out. But on paper, but on paper he was. These hires looked terrific, and on paper Chip Long was. He was a former Frank right. Royals finalist. So Come yeah, on. exactly. So I mean, this is just yeah. Uh, Tulane was dipping. You know, Tulane. Look, Tulane's hires worked out really well this last year, but they were hiring people from Georgia State and places like that. Now they're hiring a guy who just worked 10 years for the Saints and a guy who's an up-and-comer at a program at Troy that just went 12-2 and two this year and, and, and uh, after getting Lance Gidry before that. So, yeah, it, it's just it's, it's a different world now. Willie Fritz is really he, – he, he's in great shape right now. Yeah. Now, two more positions to fill, right? You said yep. in your article March 1st is, um, is spring, yep. uh, and they got to get that done, uh, that special team and tight mm-hmm. end is that what it is yeah special teams and well special teams and really a quarterbacks coach because um they promoted okay. Slade Nagel from tight ends coach to offense coordinator I assume he's mm-hmm. still going to coach tight ends that's what Chip Long did at Notre Dame okay. when he was offense coordinator but they don't but Slade Nagel doesn't have any experience as a quarterbacks coach so that's the other they they, they have to get another offensive assistant to 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 fill out the staff because Jim Savota wasn't interested in staying around after he was demoted from from offensive coordinator. He left without even having a job lined up. Um, so, those, yeah, those two positions. And special teams coordinator will be interesting. He doesn't have to hire a special teams coordinator. Um, he, he, just, he, he, could, he could go in another direction. I, Willie Fritz had always served as his own special teams coordinator until this past year. The opportunity to get Robbie Disher was one he couldn't turn down. And two of special teams were spectacular this past year. So I, I have mm-hmm. a feeling he'll do the same thing and try to find another guy like that but um um but 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 we'll see but yeah those those are the two positions but the key ones he had to get the he had to get that defense coordinator in in place and and and, and he's got that now they were they're were originally going to start spring practice on february 23rd because of the coaching situation i think that's the reason they've delayed it six days to, to, to march 1st beautiful let's talk some way basketball Tulane 16 and 7 9 and 3 second place tie with memphis uh, they beat memphis uh, uh, earlier this year it's only two games out of first place uh, houston uh, they look like the odds on team that there's going to have some representation from louisiana in march madness it may be Tulane or again if one of the teams from louisiana can win the southland tournament right. but again ron hunter's team playing very very well talk about it yeah i'm a little worried about this game saturday just because Tulane's having a really long unscheduled break here they, they played Cincinnati won a dramatic double double not double, double dramatic overtime win Tuesday a week ago then the East Carolina game got postponed because of the unfortunate horrible passing of their longtime play-by-play guy in New Orleans the night before the game so when Tulane plays at South Florida it'll be 12 days since their recent most recent game and of the bad teams in the American Athletic Conference South Florida is by far the best their record isn't good but they've got good players they've got a, a, a skilled seven-foot center obviously Tulane doesn't have a lot of size yeah if 
if Tulane plays like they can, I don't think Tulane has too much trouble in that game, but you just never know when you're coming off a 12-day break, um, and, especially, and with, a, with a huge game at Houston looming three, four days later, you hope the players aren't looking ahead going to do this game. But if Tulane can get by South Florida, that sets themselves up for one of the biggest games that they've, they've had in, in, in ages because uh, you know, the, the Houston will most likely be the number one team in the country again when Tulane plays them next Wednesday because at number one, Alabama lost uh, this week. And if Houston can just win their two games this week, they will ascend to number one and Tulane will get a second crack <laughs> at right. number one ranked Houston. But Tulane needs to keep winning. There, there's no margin in terms of they always can win the conference tournament and they're going to have a chance to do that as high a seed as they're going to get. But the only way to get an at-large bid, in, bid, bid into the NCAA tournament is to, is to keep winning. Can't afford to lose sure. to South Florida Saturday. And, I, and I mean, if Tulane plays as well as they're capable of, they'll win that one comfortably. You just, I just always get a little concerned when a team has a, a unnatural break like Tulane's had right here. Yeah, that, that was an unnatural break. I want to give a big <laughs> uh, congratulations to Lisa Stockton. Yep. Uh, last night, again, 576 coaching victories against with Louisiana teams, 639 total victories as you had in your article. Leon Bar- Barmore, I got a the old Louisiana Tech coach that had the record. Tulane currently 15-11, and 5-8 in the AAC, their ninth. Lisa Stockton has been at, at Tulane now for 29 mm-hmm. years, and it's a great honor obviously for her who's had again a nice run at Tulane. Yeah, yeah they they've been on the struggle bus in, in conference play this year, but her, her record speaks for itself and it's nice to see that they she I'm glad she 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 got the she got a losing streak done before that game. She's won two games in a row. This is a team that still has a chance to to, to do some damage in the conference tournament when they get there. Remember, UConn's no longer in the league. <laughs> there was no chance of any damage being done in the conference when UConn was in the league in the conference tournament. And that's what yeah her again, her record speaks for itself. Um that that's gonna be their goal the rest of the season. She's gonna next game obviously they win she breaks leon barmos Boris state record but the, the key is they want to be playing their best basketball going into the conference tournament and then see what happens yes. there big weekend for tulane baseball so they head out to california taking on cal irvine uh, talk a bit about the yeah. greeny baseball team yeah, I mean, I I don't really know much about this this baseball team to to be honest, because uh, new coach and Jay Ullman, whose last head coaching job was at L.A. Harbor uh, Junior Co- L.A. Harbor College in like 2000 and 2001, um, a, a, a lot of new pitchers on, on the roster. But I do know that the insiders just absolutely love what Jay Ullman's done to to this point. Obviously, the proof is going to be on the field, but he's done everything right <laughs> off the field, and it's a good test for Tulane. Like you said, he he's not he understands how. How, how you get a region? How you get to a regional in, in college sports is you play a hard schedule. And Tulane loaded up their schedule last year with home games and games mostly against inferior opponents. That doesn't help you get there. They might take their lumps this weekend at UC Irvine. They might not. But either way, testing yourself on the road, he's going to learn a heck of a lot more about his baseball team this weekend than, than he would playing. You know, they they started off with UMass Lowell at home last year. They've got a great. They've got a front line ace in, in Dylan Carmouche, who was a little inconsistent last year, but but has really good stuff. Other than that, their pitching is totally basically unknown. Their their Saturday starter Christian Sanchez pitched six innings last year for them, and their Sunday starter is a transfer for Purdue who never. Never did much at Purdue. Um, they feel good about the way about their team. Uh, teams usually do feel good about themselves before they play. I, I, I'll, right. I'll reserve judgment until I, until I see this team. I know they've got a lot. Of, they've got a talented fresh sophomore class. All their freshman hitters um, that Jay Ullman recruited elected to stay because they liked him so much. They would have been just devastated if those guys had left. But they've got Tao Banks back. <laughs> um, they've got Jackson Lynn back. They've got Brady Margette back. They've, they've got Gavin Scholes back. That's a good. That's a good crew to, to, to build. 
build off of. So, so we'll see what happens. I'm, I'm, I, but I, I feel like I know less about this baseball team than I have in years. Well, you might know less now, but I promise you this, folks. Yep. Again, he'll know all. He'll know it all uh, by again the, the next time he comes on after he gets a chance to be able to see this baseball team in action. I want to throw a shout out to Loyola, the, the, the Tulane's neighbor. Uh, the men's team is fourteenth uh, in the nation. They're twenty and five, mm-hmm. fifteen and three. They're first in their conference. Uh, the Loyola women's uh, uh, team is, is on a twenty-eight game win streak. Uh, they are ninth in the in, in the in the nation, twenty-four and yeah. one, sixteen and one overall. I mean, twenty-four and one overall, sixteen and one in the conference. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, it's just incredibly impressive. This is, this is a program that for a while wasn't doing much in, in sports, and now they win the national championship in men's basketball last year. They have a real chance to win it in, in women's basketball this year. That's all you need to say. Doubt about it. As far as the um, the American Athletic Conference right now, um, uh, Nichols is in third, thirteen and eleven, eight and four in the conference. Uh, Southeastern fourteen and twelve, eight and five. They're in fourth place. Unfortunately for UNO, who's had a lot of injuries, sixteen and uh, six and eighteen, three and ten. They're in last place. Uh, obviously, again, uh, look, it, it's all about the conference for the Southland. Northwest Louisiana leading the conference right now, uh, and uh, of course, the Southland Conference basketball tournament will tell who ultimately will represent yeah. that conference in the NCAAs. Yeah, the concern for UNO is that, that that loss they took on Saturday was an absolute crusher because they never trailed until there was 14 seconds left to McNeese. And here's the deal. That's a 10-team conference now. Only the top eight teams make the conference tournament. So right, right. now, UNO doesn't even play in the conference tournament. Mm-hmm. They're going to have to win at least they're going to have to win a few games um, the rest of the way. Um, it's still possible. They're still playing the teams they're chasing um, at the end of the year, but they can't, they can't have any more slip-ups. Jordan Johnson, their, their, their best player who suffered a knee injury a few weeks ago, he's supposed to return um, at, at some point. If he returns, they have a fighting chance. If he doesn't return, it's going to be an uphill battle for UNO because they, they really struggle without him. He leads the nation. Number one in the country in three-point shooting percentage. You can't afford to lose a guy like that when you're already struggling. No doubt about it. Gary, always a pleasure, my friend. Tell the folks about your fantastic website, what you got coming up for us in, in, in the TimespickUNOLA.com and, and The Advocate, and, of course, how folks can follow you on social media. Sure. My baseball, Tulane baseball preview, a big, big um, story, and then a sidebar on their, on their schedule should be appearing momentarily. I think the sidebar is probably already up on the website. I haven't checked about the, the main story. Um, obviously, continuing to – hey, I'm going to have to wrap it around in Demian. <laughs> but Tulane right. basketball team, you can go to the website tomorrow night. It won't make the paper because the game's too late. Um, full, full coverage of the Tulane South Florida game and, and of course – Spring football is coming around the corner. Um, interest has never been higher in, in, in Tulane football. Can't wait for that to get started, too. And, and blanket coverage on my website, obviously, and at NOLA.com once that begins. And you mentioned, again, in Demian, uh, again, Willie Fritz, the Grand yeah. Marshal of the yeah. Demian, so he'll enjoy his ride as mm-hmm. well. And, of course, uh, I hope I'll, you and your wonderful family have a, have a great Mardi Gras. Thank you. You, you too. And I can, walk, I can walk two and a half blocks to watch him in Endymion. That's how close I am to the Endymion parade route. So looking forward Beautiful. to that, too. <laughs> there you go. Thank you, my friend. Have a great carnival season. We'll, we'll talk you, to you when we get back. You too. Appreciate it. There he goes. Gary Smith, again, each and every week uh, right here with us on Inside New Orleans, giving us, again, the lowdown on what's happening with the local teams. The Wave Report is his uh, website. And, of course, at Gary Smith 
on uh, Twitter. Hey, folks, don't forget about my friends over at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, even during the Mardi Gras season. If your AC breaks down and you need help, that heating system's not working, you need help, 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call, and, of course, uh, only doing the work that's necessary whenever a gouge never cheat you. If you're in the market for a new system, I'll just say this right now, air conditioning system, heating system, maybe you're looking for that uh, APCO home, or home air treatment system, maybe you're looking for, again, a generator for your home or business, don't sign that contract with any other company to you at least let Burkhardt come out and give you a price. This is a big purchase for you, whether it's a, your, your business or your home. You want to make sure you got the right company that's going to be standing behind their work, that's going to do the work right, and also, again, treat your home and your business like their home. Burkhardt is that guy company. Again, I've, I've uh, known the Burkharts over 30 years. I've used John Burkhardt for over 30 years, from again, from commercial properties to residential, my own home. Uh, you, you should use them as well. Uh, again, uh, the attention to detail, the honesty, Burkhardt Air Conditioning and heating acpromise.com that's acpromise.com today's program brought to you by the Oceana family of restaurants carnival time in the city can't think of a better place to be able to hang out than again Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon restaurant in Metairie for the Metairie parades and then of course Old New Orleans Cookery, Oceana Grill, Mambo's, and the Hideout Bar down in the French Quarter where all the craziness is. Looking for a place to stop and get a bite to eat, grab a great cocktail? Bring the family, bring your friends, bring all these folks in from out of town to, again, the Oceana family of restaurants. Well, we'll be right back uh, with uh, Tommy Chrysan of Talking Sports with TK, talking some college baseball. If you want a little soul with your country, then you're with us. New Orleans country, from the classics to the songs that matter. Your country is on 1061 Nash Icon or anytime at NashFM1061.com. This report is sponsored by Taco Bell. Taco Bell is sorry for going too far with its past breakfast. All you need in the morning is tasty, simple food, like a breakfast crunch wrap, fluffy eggs, cheese, sausage, hash browns, wrapped in a warm tortilla. Grab one of participating Taco Bell stores during breakfast hours only until 11 a.m. while supplies last. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes, ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. At Acadian Custom Shutters, we specialize in beautifying the interior of your home with Acadian Custom Shutters window coverings. Our products are American-made and locally sourced, offering affordable options to fit your budget when it comes to window coverings. Interior plantation shutters, Roman shades, draperies, and more. Locally owned and operated, Acadian Custom Shutters offers design services, free in-home estimates. Bring your plans and window schedule, and our experts will help you build your dream that fits your budget. Acadian Custom Shutters, 985-893-3119 or at AcadianCustomShutters.com. Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue. Open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at BienvenueHarahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. 
Sports Beat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sports Beat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sports Beat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can handle. At Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, their number one priority is treating people right. Take it from me, Eric Asher. It means getting there quickly in an emergency. They'll be on time and do a perfect job. And it means they promise to give everyone a fair price every time. So if you're looking for a better experience from your generator AC company, or you just got a big quote from someone else and you want a second opinion, let the folks at Burkhardt earn your trust and treat you right. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Down in New Orleans where the blues were born It takes a cool cat to blow a horn On LaSalle and Rampart Street The combos play with the mambo beat The Mardi Gras mambo Don't forget about my friends over at Southern Tire Family owned and operated since 1972 Your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs The best deals on tires Elbert Southern Tire, they offer the largest selection of tires in the metropolitan area. Again, that'll fit your budget no matter what you drive. Of course, you need a new set of wheels. They are your wheel and tire experts. Wheels and tires up to 30 inches. You can finance that over time. Don't forget also, they can they can fix your damaged rims. ASC certified technicians using the same diagnostic equipment you get with the dealerships. But you know what? You're not getting those dealership sticker shock prices. Owned by the Piazza family, Tony Piazza, Tony Piazza Jr., Tony uh, Tony's uh, wife, and also his daughter, Jen, all on the premises each and every day. Taking care of you open monday through friday from eight to six saturday from eight to three 504-737-1558 is the phone number go to southerntire.com and check out all the services they provide for their customers i use southern tire to keep my vehicles on the road you should as well southern tire owned by the piazza family since 1972 hickory and airline in metairie and of course today's program is brought to you by the oceana family of restaurants uh, again, Oceana Grill, Mambo's, Old New Orleans Cookery, The Hideout Bar, and Bobby A. Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, voted number one restaurant in Metairie by uh, TripAdvisor, uh, a place where you can go to enjoy, again, a, a great meal with friends, family, some uh, fantastic cocktails, amazing beer selection, and, of course, TVs everywhere, over 30 televisions all over the restaurant. You're looking for a sporting event or a place to hang out and watch some sport, great sporting events, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is your, is your spot. Even, or even They even have TVs in the restroom and of course during the Mardi Gras season uh, you can rent a parking spot in their parking lot or again utilize Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon restaurant as a base where you can go in and enjoy a great meal cocktails and of course have a place to go to the restroom uh, man why not Bobby Bear's uh, Cajun Cannon restaurant is unique it's a perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine you check out the memorabilia there you like you're in a museum one-of-a-kind items it's absolutely incredible you want to find out more? Go to bobbyabears.com. That's bobbyabears.com. Open seven days a week. Open late. 
lunch and dinner, 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good, especially during the Mardi Gras season. Get out there and again at Metairie. Get out there and enjoy a great meal over Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. All right. Thanks to Gary Smith for joining us for the program from the Wave Report. Now, again, uh, uh, my, my good friend and longtime colleague, um, Tommy Chrysan, uh, talking sports with TK and so much more. He joins us on the program now, previewing a little, uh, little Louisiana baseball for you. Uh, Tommy, of course, a great pitcher in his own right, Holy Cross High School, southeastern Louisiana. Tommy, how are you, my man? I'm doing great, Eric. Uh, great to have be with you. Tommy, uh, before we get started, uh, you're involved in a lot of stuff now. Why don't you get to throw that out there for the audience? Well, that's my podcast, Talking Sports with TK. Just started the fifth season on that. Uh, Trey Blossman and I do an episode every week, Sports Takes, just whatever the hot topics are. And we'll have a weekly LSU baseball update for people uh, who want to keep up with Jay Johnson's Tigers. Roddy Rance and I, Sports Shorts Daily, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday in the morning. Subscribe to Tommy Chrysan on YouTube or Facebook, and you can watch that 30-minute show a couple times a week. So a lot going on, but uh, always involved in the world of sports. No doubt about it. And, Tommy, how can folks follow you on social media? That's the best way to keep up with you, right? Tommy Chrysan, K-R-Y-S-A-N, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. I'm the oldest dude on TikTok, YouTube <laughs> channel. Uh, check me out. Just search for me. I'll be happy to connect with everybody. Tommy is everywhere. Yeah, we know that already. Hey, Tommy, thanks for joining us again. I uh, couldn't think of somebody better than, uh, than talk about the opening of the baseball season this weekend than you. Uh, first of all, let's start with up for the LSU Tigers. Jay Johnson's bunch expected to be in, in Omaha when it's all said and done. How good is this team? They're very good. I was out there a bunch this fall, and, you know, it's basically a new coaching staff other than Coach Johnson. Uh, and then you got, you know, a pretty revamped roster through the transfer portal and the recruiting class. If they don't get to Omaha, it's going to be a major disappointment. If they get to Omaha and don't win it, it's going to be disappointing. They are loaded with, with MLB future stars and players and first and second round draft picks. They got 21 pitchers that – you know, can get the job done. They throw hard. The pitching coach, Wes Johnson, was a pitching coach for Minnesota Twins until the middle of the season uh, this past year. Again, Minnesota Twins, big league team, not not the farm system. And I've, I've talked to Wes Johnson, talked to the players about Wes Johnson. He, he's all out in the bag of chips. Now, Jake Johnson, there's no relation there. He tried to get him when he first arrived at LSU. It didn't work out, but now he's there. But, but they are loaded with talent from uh, Brother Martin's Trey Morgan to Dylan Cruz from down in Florida. And, and we can go down the list, and you, you don't want to leave anybody out. But they're going to be very competitive at second base and at catcher. You're going to see some different people out there. Might be some different people in the corner outfield positions. Uh, it, it's going to be tough to get everybody in that bat and get everybody in there. But Jay Johnson knows what he has, and the mindset of this team is right where he wants it to be. Your alma mater, Southeastern, expected to have a really good season as well. Talk about them. Well, they picked second in the Southland behind Justin Hill's McNeese State Cowboys, who are going to have a good team in Lake Charles. But Matt Rogers done a really good job at Southeastern. Consistent. You know, he produces winning programs and puts players into pro ball and graduates guy. He just got a contract extension. You know, he's been in Hammond a while. That ballpark looks great. And they're picked second in the um, Southland Conference. So look for the Lions. It'd be surprised if the Lions don't have another good year. Hey, LSU moved their game up to 3 o'clock tomorrow. Southeastern moved theirs to 4 because of the mm-hmm. low temperatures that are coming in Friday night. Right. And, you know, uh, all the other fans, UNO, 2 and just check 
uh, with your school or the social media to see if there's been a time change. As far as UNL go, Blake Dean looks like he's going to have a pretty good team coming back as well. Yeah, they're going to be improved. And, you know, Blake's a solid guy and a good coach, and he knows what it's going to take. And, and you know, he knows the rich tradition of UNO baseball, and, and I'm certainly aware of that. And, you know, the privateers are picked fourth, a couple of notches behind Southeastern in the Southland Conference. And the Southland Conference is a very good baseball conference. I mean, no with all due respect to the other sports, it's a good baseball conference. Everybody's got a couple of draft choices. Everybody's got a couple of arms. And I look for UNO being picked fourth. That, that's uh, really good for Blake Dean's team. Tulane goes out to Cal Irvine to start their season. Jay Allman is, is again, the, the coach there. Uh, uh, return, some returning starters. They expect to have a pretty good season. Well, and they picked fourth in the American Athletic Conference. And, you know, you got a couple of returning players that put up big numbers and produced for them last year. Be interesting, you know, the transition from Allman as assistant coach to head coach when, you know, the staff made the, uh, the school made the change there. But, you know, Tulane's always steady and good in baseball, and I don't think it'll be any different this year. And hopefully they can make some noise in their conference. You know, East Carolina's picked at the top of the conference, and that's mm-hmm. one of the premier programs in that conference and in the country. So, you know, Tulane's got their work cut out, but being picked fourth, probably right where they want to be so they can get out there and start winning some games. Tell me some other, other uh, teams here in, uh, locally around the state that, that, again, may make some noise during the baseball season. Well, I mentioned Magnese State picked to win the Southland, you know, and then, of course, you got Nichols and Northwestern State in there. You know, Coach Chris Crenshaw at Southern's entering his third season. He's kind of got his thumbprint on that program now. They open at uh, over at Minute Maid Park in Houston in one of those college classic events. And, you know, I mean, you know, Louisiana is a football state, always has been, always will be. But, man, the baseball in, in the greater New Orleans area and throughout Louisiana has just elevated in the last three decades or so, you know, from the high school programs to the junior college programs, which have exploded in this state compared to 20, 25 years ago, and all with good coaches and good facilities. And, you know, it's just it's great to see that in Louisiana from, from the prep to the junior college and community colleges on up to, you know, everybody else that's playing ball in Louisiana. There are a lot of really good baseball teams, coaches, and players. And, and Louisiana's got great baseball fans, too. They yeah. know the game, you know, when they go out to the ball game, they'll cheer for that opponent that makes a nice play or a pitcher that has an outstanding outing. I mean, they get all at it, and that, that really speaks well for the knowledge of the baseball fans in this state. I love to see it. Yeah, no doubt about it. You know, you mentioned again, uh, you know, Joe, Joe Sherman's Delgado Dolphins, again, expected to be able to uh, vie for a championship again in, in, their, in their, their division, their conference. Uh, he's a guy that's a feeder team for a feeder team for a lot of the uh, local uh, uh, colleges. And, of course, you go to Delgado, you got a really good chance of, of going in and playing major college baseball. Yeah, no question. Baton Rouge Community College has really improved. Their yes, ballpark has made some improvements up at Pete Goldsby Field. You know, and uh, Wade Seminole's done a uh, Thomas Seminole's done a great job with that program, and of course Nunez down in my hometown of Chalmette, Glenn Powell's done a super job there. And, right. And everywhere you turn in Louisiana, there's good baseball being played. And what's great about that, you give so many of these high school kids an opportunity to keep chasing a dream, go get an education, play some good baseball. I mean, uh, a kid that I know very well is playing up at Centenary in North Louisiana, and they got a good program and. You know, he's getting a chance to play college baseball and further his education. I mean, I'm all for that. And, 
and you know that, that explosion in the junior colleges has helped give lots of kids a chance as well. No doubt. Tommy, you've been involved in baseball your entire life, even, again, uh, uh, outside of, again, your, your, uh, your media responsibilities. Uh, so, again, you know a lot about these high school coaches. You know about, about developing these kids. Well, no, they, they do it. And, and you know, they, they got solid coaching staffs. And, you know, so just about every school's got a freshman team, a JV team. And, and that pays off when kids can get at-bats. They can throw innings. You know, they can learn to get – Best way to learn the game of baseball is to play it, okay? I can give you drills all day, and I can do the chalkboard all day about a double cut on a ball hit down the line, but the best way to learn the game of baseball is go play it. That's why, you know, LSU and Tulane and Southeastern and UNO, they scrimmage, they inter-squad all the time, and then they, mm-hmm. they take the teaching moments out of that. The best way to learn the game of baseball is just go play it, quit thinking about it, have fun, and, and get people out and score some runs. Tommy, I do want to shift gears before I let you go. Again, the big, the big controversial story right now up in Baton Rouge is again Sue Gunther and Gunner, and also again Dale Brown with the court situation. Uh, naming the court for Dale Brown last year, coming back now, the board of supervisors and wanted to put Sue Gunner's name along Dale's side of Dale Brown's. Look, I said this when it first started: if you're going to do it, you should have done it from the outset. You know, don't do it, don't don't give it to Dale Brown, then pull it, and then and then you know, add, add Sue Gunner's name to it. Um, a lot, there's a lot of people have been separated on both sides of this issue. You're in Baton Rouge. What are you hearing? Well, I think the way it all went down back two years, two plus years ago, when they talked about naming the court after Dale Brown, there were people said, Hey, great idea. There were people said, ah, that's not such a good idea, you know? And then, you know, then it became a political thing and a male female thing with Sue Gunner and, and the success she had. I mean, she was an icon in women's basketball. And when they started the WNBA, they, they put her on the committee to come up with the best ways to start the WNBA. That's the kind of respect she commanded from the NBA when they were trying to get the women's game going at that level. So it, it's been an ugly situation. I think most people are just frustrated by the way it all went down. The Dale Brown thing kind of got pushed through real quick because they knew there were going to be a new president and some new board of supervisors members. And then now, you, you know, you got this situation. Nobody wins here. And, you know, I said years ago, you know, don't name the court. Put a banner up, like you know, like a ring of honor, like in the Superdome. It was like Dale Brown's 1970 right. to 1980, 96, whatever it was, Sue Gunner. You know, put, put it up there and memorialize them that way. You know, I mean, you could put D.D. Bro up there because then they were saying, you know, you got to put D.D. Bro on the basketball sure. court. No, she needs to be on the gymnastics mat, not a basketball court, even though it's in the same building. And then what are you going to do if Kim Mulkey wins a national title, which I expect her to do at some point? Then what do you do? You know, I mean, right. uh, it's the way it went down. And I guess they should have sent the blowback and then maybe, hey, we're going to table all this and, and try to come up with a better idea and a way to, to recognize the people they want to recognize. Yeah, but what they did, whether you like Dale Brown or not, what they did to him was was, was, was terrible. And I, I'll say this. I, if I was Dale Brown, I'd say take my name off the court, take my name out of all the record books. I don't want my name in the building anywhere. If you're going to treat me like that, just, just totally eliminate me. Don't just embarrass me. You know, Dale Brown's 87 years old. They could have mm-hmm. tabled all this and waited five or six years or whatever. And, you know, I don't know. I'm not trying to be morbid there, but – it just, I think the way it all went down made people as upset as anything. 
I would agree with you 100%. Tommy, always appreciate your time, my friend. I wish you and, uh, and yours, again, a, a, a safe and happy uh, carnival season. Once again, tell folks how they can follow you on social media and all the great shows you're involved with. Well, connect with me on, on all the platforms. Uh, Tommy Chrysan, K-R-Y-S-A-N. I'm happy to connect with you. We got podcasts. We got YouTube and Facebook and Twitter programs. And I'm involved on the radio in Baton Rouge on, on Saturday mornings and you know, all that good stuff. So I love talking sports. I love connecting with people. And uh, uh, just connect with me. I, I, I guarantee I'll accept any kind of friend request or connection. I like doing that. And, and uh, it's all about sports in, in my world. And, and I'm happy to read about other people's thoughts and ideas and all that stuff. Tommy, thanks as always, my friend. We'll be talking soon. Appreciate your time today. Thank you, Eric. There he goes, Tommy Chrysan. Uh, again, talking sports with TK. Uh, Tommy Chrysan on social media. All right, today's program brought to you by the Oceana Family of Restaurants, Oceana Grill, Mambo's, Old New Orleans Cookery, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. All are open throughout the Mardi Gras season. They will not close. All will be open late. The, the French Quarter uh, um, uh, 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 restaurants, Old New Orleans Cookery, Oceana Grill, Mambo's, uh, again, uh, may have some availability on their balconies. Uh, again, you can check. Well, you have to check on a daily basis. Those are those are so those are all inclusive type tickets. Uh, if not, again, the restaurants will be open serving again both uh, great cocktails and also food. If you're out in Metairie, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, it will be open late on the Mardi Gras Parade route. Again, if you're looking to be able to rent a parking spot, you may still have the, some availability. Just check with the restaurant. If not, park close and make Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant your uh, home base uh, for the Mardi Gras parades in. in Metairie. Again, today's program brought to you by the Oceana Family of Restaurants. Don't forget about my friends over at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com. Uh, even again, during Mardi Gras, when, uh, when folks are out and involved with the reverie, if uh, you have a problem at your business or your home with the AC breaking down or your heating breaking down, uh, make sure you call my friends at Burkhardt with 15 trucks in the field on a 30-minute courtesy call. They'll be there for you, uh, getting you up and running, only doing the work that's necessary to your company of trust. And if you're in the market for a new system, I don't care what it is, Make sure Burkhardt's on your list uh, to be able to come in and give you a price. Come Know what I've known now for over 30 years, how Burkhardt treats their customers. Also, again, the attention to detail, never gouge you, never cheat you. And, of course, the knowledge and, and, and uh, uh, a family truly, family, truly a family-owned and operated business. That's, uh, again, uh, Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. We'll be right back. Hey, Eric, welcome to the newly renovated TikTok. Come on in. Quick, close the door, Mike. You're letting the flies out. All right, don't start that again. Hey, look, we've been back operating almost two months now. Yeah, and your sign should say, sorry, we're back open. Stop. Come on. So what do you think about the new paint job and the repaved parking lot? I think you can put lipstick on a pig, but it's still a... All right, enough is enough. The TikTok Cafe open 24-7 at the intersection of Causeway and I-10 in Metairie. Mambo's. 411 Bourbon Street. Three floors of incredible dining in what might be the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest and magnificent cocktails. Come dine in authentic French Quarter Courtyard or on our Bourbon Street balcony. Come experience Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Mambo is perfect for a night out with friends, a romantic getaway, your next event, or a delicious meal with family. Lunch and dinner seven days a week. Order online for delivery at mambonola.com. Make your next New Orleans memory at Mambo's. 
Oceana Grill, bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. Dave Miet Insurance is a full-service independent insurance agency since 1958, offering auto, home, life, health, business, and commercial policies, serving the East Bank, West Bank, North Shore, South Shore, and River Parishes. Dave Miet Insurance is your one-stop insurance specialist. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMietInsAgency.com. Hurricane season seems a long way off, but now it's time to get ready for it. Hi, Eric Asher, once again, talking about my friends at Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating. Demand for generators is higher than ever. Don't get left in the dark. Talk to Burkhart now about a Generac automatic standby generator. Be at the front of the line for your Generac generator this year. When the power goes out, you keep the lights on as well as your refrigerator and AC. Don't wait. Talk to Burkhart now about a Generac generator. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Hey, drop what you're doing and clear your schedules. I heard Kohl's added thousands of new markdowns to clearance. And when I went, I saved up to 70% on so much cool stuff, like cute home essentials, jeans for my whole fam, a cozy sweater for myself, a pair of boots for my husband, and more. So yeah, don't miss out. Get to Kohl's and thank me later. Select styles, up to 70% offer ends February 20th. See store or Kohl's.com for details. This is Josh Danzig with Where You At Magazine for 1061 Nash Icon. Kick off your Mardi Gras weekend in style by heading to the Metro for Zulu 29 with Dead Mouse on Saturday night and Slander on Monday night. And don't forget their Bacchus Bash on Sunday. Or if you're a fan of the ponies, head to the fairgrounds, race course, and slots on Saturday for Louisiana Derby Preview Day leading up to the Louisiana Derby on March 25th. For more ideas on things to do this weekend, visit us at whereyat.com and click on our community calendar for live music, parties, and much more. Cumulus New Orleans, incredible service and excellent results. New Orleans is always number one with Cumulus Radio and Digital. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. I want to thank Tommy Chrysan and also Gary Smith for joining us on the program. In the second hour, it'll be Ali Cassell talking Pels, and we'll finish up with Ross Jackson talking Saints. Uh, Alvin Kamara has been indicted in Las Vegas, along with Bengals cornerback uh, Chris Lamons um, and, and two other men by a Clark County grand jury. Uh, conspiracy to commit battery, battery resulting in substantial body ha- bodily harm uh, are the uh, charges. Remember, the incident happened last February outside of the uh, Las Vegas nightclub. Uh, there's, there's video evidence of what happened. Uh, and uh, this is not a surprise I mentioned as we open up the program today. Fully expected that, again, he would be indicted. Fully expected, uh, and I fully expect that because he has not a, um, never been in, in, in any trouble as far as the law uh, is concerned, that he will probably end up on probation, will probably end up with a, with a huge fine, community service. Uh, where it's going to really hit his wallet is, again, with a civil suit 
which again the uh, uh, the the plaintiff and of course the victim here has filed uh, charges not just in, in in the city of Las Vegas but also in the state of Louisiana. You can expect the NFL to be able to uh, suspend him. The question is: Is it eight games? Is it six games? Is it four games? Uh, we don't know what that's going to be. But again, the Saints have to have to now um, uh, figure out what they're going to do with the running back position. Uh, again, I've been a big uh, Taji Spears uh, proponent. If you can get him in the second or third round, hopefully, again, it's a third-round pick. You can get him in third in the third round. Uh, they still need another big back, and they're going to have to be able to get, again, now probably a, uh, a veteran back uh, to be able to uh, come in uh, with Kamara probably out the first part of the season next year. Still no movement on the Derek Carr situation. We'll talk to Ross Jackson about that. Uh, there is a lull. Supposedly the Saints expected this type of lull uh, before he goes to visit other teams. Saints, uh, again, according to, again, uh, a source that I spoke with today uh, are still very, very confident uh, that uh, Derek Carr is going to be their quarterback next year, that he's going to sign with the Saints. Uh, but again, with that said, he's still uh, obviously uh, mulling over, uh, you know, again, who he's going to visit down the line here. We'll see how that happens. I think a lot of it's going to depend on, again, first of all, what Aaron Rodgers is going to do. Uh, was Green Bay going to trade him? The Jets look like the possible uh, a destination for him. You know, the, the Carolina's got a top 10 pick. Are they going to look for a quarterback in the draft? Are they going to go after Derek Carr? Uh, a lot of moving parts there, but the Saints seem to think that they're, they're in the mix here uh, for Derek Carr going forward. You're listening to Inside New Orleans, brought to you by the Oceana Family of Restaurants, Oceana Grill, Mambo's, Old New Orleans Cookery, Bobby Bear's Cajun County Restaurant, and the Hideout Bar. It's Mardi Gras time in the city. Get out there and enjoy a meal or a cocktail at the Oceana Family of Restaurants. We'll be right back. If you're looking to beautify your home or protect it from hurricanes, then call my friends at Acadian Custom Shutters. 985-893-3119. Locally owned and operated, our expert crews will install American-made and locally sourced hurricane-rated shutters with the styles and colors you want. Wide selection of powder-coated aluminum products, Colonial, Bahamas with operable louvers, hurricane roll-downs, accordions, and Lexan panels. Serving the South Shore, North Shore, South Louisiana, and the Mississippi Gulf Coast, call Acadian Custom Shutters at 985-893-3119 for a free estimate or at AcadianCustomShutters.com.
Stick to the truth is what you're good at. Inside New Orleans, Eric Asher with you until six, four to six weekdays right here on 106.1 FM Nash Icon on your radio dial. Tune in radio app, iHeartRadio app, our digital platforms on the World Wide Web at NashFM1061.com and EricAsher.com. Our podcast is everywhere. Anchors our home base on your favorite podcasting platform and, of course, our social media platforms at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram. Today's program brought to you by our friends at the Oceana Family of Restaurants. And, of course, uh, it is Mardi Gras time in the city. No better time than to head out to one of the Oceana Family of Restaurants for a great meal. We talked about Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant in Metairie where you can enjoy, again, a fantastic meal or cocktails right there on the Metairie Parade route. Uh, you may have the opportunity to still be able to rent a parking spot for the, for the upcoming Metairie Parades. Uh, you'll check out the check with the restaurant on that. And then, of course, so we talked also talked about um, um, Old New Orleans Cookery in the 200 block of Bourbon Street, uh, which, again, has two Bourbon Street balconies available. There may be some tickets available still uh, for, for you to be able to enjoy an all-inclusive um, uh, deal, cocktails, food, etc. If not, the restaurant will be open to be able to enjoy great cocktails and food. And, of course, don't forget about Mambo's and the Mothership. Of course, it is all Oceana Grill. 739 Contact Bourbon. Breakfast, lunch, dinner. You got. If you love breakfast, you got to check out the incredible breakfast over at Oceana. Voted top ten U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Um, of course, the breakfast uh, service starts at 8 a.m., goes all the way to 1 p.m. Uh, the lunch is at 10 p.m., goes all the way to 4 p.m. And dinner service starts at 4 p.m., goes all the way until the party stops. Usually, they they shut down around 1 o'clock, but you know, on a time like this, they'll be open later. Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for both lunch and dinner. Uh, incredible cocktails that will uh, that again are are second to know with some of the great mixologists we have here, here in New Orleans. Uh, there are authentic French Quarter courtyards available to dine in. Also, again, five private rooms can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for your dining, uh, uh, dining like a weekend like this, where there's a big overflow where people are standing in line, or for your next event. And, of course, uh, a family-friendly, a great dining experience. You want to find out more, go to Oceanagrill.com. That's Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street, and I'm telling you right now, whether you want, want to get some char-grilled oysters, oysters on the half shell, uh, maybe, again, you just want to, want to take a load off and, and, and grab a, a, a bite to eat, have a place, a, a place to sit, maybe a little bit off the beaten path just right off Bourbon Street, uh, head on over to Oceana Grill. You'll be glad you did. Oceana Grill. Part of the Oceana family of restaurants. All right, a lot to get into. Uh, we're going to have um, 
Uh, Ali Cassell joining us at 5.15, five minutes from now. Uh, and then, then we'll be joined by Ross Jackson. Uh, he'll be talking uh, Saints. Ali, of course, talking Pels. Pels last night losing to the Lakers. Uh, just, again, just a bad performance, a horrible performance. No, no defense. This is not the same team that we saw earlier in the season. I know they don't have Zion Williamson, but they're not passing the ball like they used to. They're not, again, they're not, they're not sharing the ball. Uh, you're looking at, at uh, again, a lot of it, a lot of one-on-one coming off pick and roll instead of, again, the fluid offense we saw before. Defensively, they, again, they were defenseless last night. They played no defense. Once again, they go into Los Angeles, and, and it's almost like they're starstruck. Uh, they got nothing out of Murphy last night. Got really nothing out of out of Herb Jones last night. Uh, you know, again, when those two guys don't show up and they're not putting stuff, putting putting um, uh, points up, uh, uh, they're in trouble because they need another score, which is one of the reasons why, again, I hope they're going to be doing something in the buyout market. Uh, but we'll see, again, how that's going to play out. Ali and I will talk about that coming up in about four minutes. I do want to uh, tell you the big story of the day in sports here in New Orleans. Uh, Alvin Kamara has been indicted in Las Vegas along with Bengals cornerback cor- Chris Lamons, uh, two other men by a Clark County uh, grand jury. Conspiracy to commit battery, battery resulting in substantial bodily harm. Of course, that's the incident that happened last February outside of a Las Vegas uh, nightclub during the Pro Bowl uh, weekend. Uh, expect expected, uh, not not unexpected by any any stretch. Uh, as I've been saying throughout the show, as I said since this happened, he's, he's never been in trouble in his life. More than likely, it's going to be a plea. He's going to get um, uh, uh, community service, going to get a big fine, and then on 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 the on the, um, on the civil side, he's going to get he's going to have to he's going to have to uh, going to pay up. Uh, the lawsuit is, there's been a loss uh, there's been lawsuits that have been. Um, uh, filed in both Louisiana and Las Vegas by, by the plaintiff slash victim. So we'll see how that kind of plays out. Right closer to home right now, uh, the committee to um, uh, that are pulling that have the re- that, are, that are involved in the recall of Latoya Cantrell, mayor of New Orleans, uh, says that they have reached their goal. Um, the the, the forty nine thousand nine hundred seventy six signatures that that were needed, uh, they have. Uh, but they pulled a, uh, they pulled a fast one this morning. They filed suit. Uh, in, uh, in in New Orleans civil court, uh, also again the lawsuit all, uh, 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 alleges that longtime uh, registrar of voters Susan uh, sorry Sandra Wilson, uh, as long and also again Secretary of State Kyle or- Orden, uh, that they have failed to be able to keep up uh, with an accurate list of uh, of active voters in in the in the parish of Orleans. Uh, they are claiming that the rolls are inflated by 33,000 names, including 21,000 people who have moved out of state. 9,000 people have moved out of the parish and 500 people that have died. So you know what they've done. They've gone in and they've looked at the rolls and, and, and they, have, they feel like they have a case. This would be incredible for them because, they, again, I've talked about the fact they probably need five to 6,000 more, more names than, than, than what the, the goal is. Uh, because of the fact that that um, they're they're in a, in, a, in a situation where, you know, they're going to have some people that are that are disqualified because they're, because they're not not on the rolls anymore. They've been purged. Maybe again they're they're in another another parish and they just signed it again and 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 they're eligible because you have to be a, a, a registered Orleans Parish voter to participate. Uh, and this could be a coup for them because if, if it has been inflated, the rolls are inflated by thirty three thousand names. Uh, they they got they got the what they need and some. 
Uh, of course, that would set up an election uh, for a recall of Latoya Cantrell at some point. Uh, but this is a move now in, in Arlene's um, uh, Civil District Court. Remember, the final day to be able to sign the, um, uh, the recall petition is Ash Wednesday. That will be turned in on Ash Wednesday, which is, again, next Wednesday. So, again, a lot going on uh, with, the, with the recall of Latoya Cantrell. And it's getting pretty close. And I got a, I have a friend of mine who's got his ear to the ground on what's happening with the U.S. Attorney's Office. And I've been told they are being methodical, but they are, are into an investigation of, uh, of the mayor. And, uh, again, uh, we may see some indictments down the line here. So if, if the recall is not going to get her, an indictment may. So we'll see, again, how that plays out down the line here uh, for, for Latoya Cantrell, who better enjoy toasting, again, the, the Mardi Gras parades because this may be her last hurrah. And for, and for that, I say a big hoorah. Yeah, you're right. All right, let's head to the guest line. Joining us in the program now, he does a fantastic job covering the New Orleans Pelicans. His uh, website, uh, The Bird Rights, I think is, again, the most, uh, the, 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 the most in-depth, comprehensive look at, at, the, at the, what's going on with Pelican basketball. Uh, from the podcast to, again, the great writers. Uh, it is the editor-in-chief of The Bird Rights. It's Ali Cassell. Ali, how are you, my friend? I'm doing well, and it's good to hear your voice. Thank you, my friend. You know what? Uh, Thank you for that. I appreciate that. But it it was not bad, Ali. I'll tell you right now. I mean, again, you know, we've heard horror stories about about uh, COVID. My, uh, I had one night of fever. Was able to break it. Uh, I was lethargic, weak. Uh, Like again, a lot of people get. uh, I, you know, the sinus situation. Um, and, And then, of course, I was hoarse, so I couldn't get on the on the radio to talk. But, but I very much appreciate it. Uh, I felt like, again, I really dodged the bullet there. It was more like the flu than COVID. But uh, glad to be back, my friend. Thank you so much for that. Yeah, that's good news then, Eric. Uh, I know a lot of people who've had it in recent months, and they've pretty much described their situation similar to what you just told me. So that is good. Yeah, that's what I was told. I was told that by, by the doctor that this is a, um, a, a strain that is, um, is not, as, it's not fatal. Uh, and and uh, ultimately, it's more like the flu than anything else. But it's very very contagious. Uh, that is the issue. Well, I wish the winning would be contagious for the Pels right now. Uh, really, I, I can't tell you how frustrated I was last night. First of all, I warned everybody all week long. This is a different Laker team. Uh, I'm gonna tell you right. Palenka did a nice job over the last two weeks before the trading deadline of remaking his roster, and now he's got some young players who, again, are perfect role players to go along Anthony Davis and, and go alongside Anthony Davis and LeBron James. And I think they're going to make some noise in, in these last 20 or so games uh, after the All-Star break. I agree. Uh, and last night we saw for the first time LeBron James play with those new members, right? Because he had not played since the trade, his last game, of course, being when he set the all-time scoring record here in uh, New Orleans, or excuse me, up, up um, the game after New Orleans. So, I'll tell you what, Eric, the Lakers, you're right, they're coming. Um, and they don't have that much ground to make up. And there's a lot of teams floundering, right? And the Pelicans included. There's a glut of teams, right, that are hovering right around 500 all the way down to where the Lakers sit. And when you saw LeBron James, Anthony Davis, and, and like what Darvin Ham did, he put Malik Beasley, Jared Vanderbilt, and D'Angelo Russell, all three, the new acquisitions together in a starting lineup. Well, they look like they've been playing for a while because they overwhelmed the Pelicans. And I'll tell you what, New Orleans, you could tell that they're kind of ready for the break because uh, they took uh, L.A.'s punch and they fought back, but they couldn't take that second and third one like they normally do. So the Lakers, 
Yeah, they're going to be trying to win every game here on out. They have to, right? I mean, you're sitting in 13th in the Western Conference. But for the Pelicans, I'm hoping that last night was an aberration because just like the Lakers, they've got to try and win every game here on out too. Yeah. I mean, the goal should be to make the top six, not the playing tournament. I'm with you. Of course, and it's a tough schedule. 23 games left now, 11 at home, 12 on the road. Uh, they play 19 against the West, 4 against the East. And they got to overcome, again, that those 10 straight losses in, Jan- in January, that 3-16 and 16 January, month of January. And it looks like, again, Zion is going to be out several weeks after the, um, uh, the All-Star break, which, which again, could, could be, what, 10, 12, 15, 16, 20 games, right? Yeah, I'm unfortunately thinking that he's going to miss just about the same amount of time as he did uh, when he first injured to where he was working to three-on-three, which was close to six weeks. So, unfortunately, I don't think we'll see him until April. I mean, you've got to make sure now you get him right, right, for the playoffs. You can't suffer another kind of setback. And I think the Falcons will be even more careful. So, they're going to have to try and figure this out without him, right? Brandon Ingram, CJ, they did it last season. But they've got to figure out the offense, Eric. That's what's really dropped off. Um, it was a given without having Brandon Ingram and Zion Williamson that the offense was going to struggle, and they did. But now that Brandon's back, they've had some good games but some bad games. And last night was one of the bad ones where we, we saw he tried to do too much. We didn't see that .5 mentality. The passing was really off. We just didn't see Pelicans basketball under Willie Green. So, like you, I was mm-hmm. disappointed from that side because the Lakers' game plan was so easy. Stop Brandon Ingram and, of course, get out of transition. The Pelicans couldn't overcome either one. Yeah, I'm with you. Eighth in the West right now, three games out of the third spot, but two games out of the playoffs. And, again, the West is so tight right now. Yes, whoever goes on a winning streak moves up up the standings. You go on a losing streak, you could, you could, you could fall out of the bottom and, and not even make the playoffs going forward. Uh, the, the Pels did make a move at the trading deadline, bringing in Josh Richardson, giving up four second-round picks on Devontae Graham to the uh, San Antonio Spurs in what was, again, termed as a salary dump. I like Richardson. I like his game. I think he's an upgrade for, from Devontae Graham. Your thoughts? Yeah, that was too harsh because I was one of the people that also called it a salary dump. I knew that Josh is a, is a better player than Devontae, but I didn't know that he could help this much, right? I didn't know that he still defensively can get after it like we saw when he was with the Miami Heat. In that opening game for him in a New Orleans uniform, five steals and two blocks against the Thunder, I thought the Pelicans were in real trouble in that game when Herb Jones sat with his second foul just four minutes in, but Josh came right in and basically – put the clamps on Shea Gilgis and anybody else that was in front of him. So if he can do that and make some shots, get out in transition and just be a connector on offense, right? Don't be one of the main guys looking for your shots, which we've seen him do right in his first two games. And I think he's going to fit right in. It was an excellent pickup for David Griffin. It really was. There's no doubt about that. Let's talk about the buyout market. Um, you know, again, I, I am of the opinion they could really use another veteran. You know, I've talked about Kevin Love because of his ability to shoot the basketball. He's a willing rebounder, but not the guy he used to be. There is a relationship between him and David Griffin, although a lot of people believe that with him being bought out uh, by Cleveland that he's going to end up with the Miami Heat. Is, the, is there a player out there that you, maybe you're looking at uh, that, that, again, may work with this team in the buyout market to me add something to this team now? Or are they going to stand pat because of next year's luxury tax? I've got to think, Eric, they're not going to add anybody simply because for a lot of these players, they get to choose who they go to. And normally you're going to go to a team that's going to be able to win a championship, right? Go on a deep playoff run. And it doesn't look like the Pelicans are that team. And on top of that, look, the playing time on this roster is kind of already stretched. I mean, think about if Dyson comes back. 
suddenly you're at 10 deep, and that's not counting Kyra Lewis playing, who we didn't see last night until garbage minutes. So whoever comes in, I, I just don't see a role for them or a desire for them to come here. But if they would, boy, Kevin Love would sit at the top of my list. Pelicans have that gaping hole, right, at, at the four spot. Plus they need right. some help on the board and shooting the ball. Kevin Love seems like the ideal fit, but again, I just don't see it. I think he's going to go elsewhere. Do you get the vibe that again that, that this isn't the year for the Pelicans? When 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 you know, I mean, a lot of people felt this was going to be a year where they they might they may able to compete. They still some people still believe that again. If Zion comes back, he's healthy. You get the band back together, they can make a run in the playoffs. Are you discounting that? No, not at all. It's just that from the standpoint of realistic chances, they've dipped. Right? I mean, they had a great first half of the year. Right, twenty three and twelve up until what was the day before New Year's Eve. And then since then, they've fallen off, and the injuries took a toll. The, the team looks tired. Like, I'll tell you what, when you just look at the passing and the movement, compared to what we saw through the first two, two and a half months, it's not the that. same. So I'm hoping this break fixes that and mm-hmm. gets these guys revitalized, getting back to playing Willie Green basketball, especially offensively. But overall, you're kind of hoping for a last-year scenario, right, where the team really found its stride right down the stretch, right, where they made their biggest noise winning those two playing games and, of course, giving the Suns a charge. Because if they kind of have that same pattern and you have Zion in the mix, well, you can definitely right see this team making it to the second round. So, no, I'm not discounting that at all. But, boy, you've, you've got to get Williamson back and healthy to have any, like I said, realistic chance of going anywhere in the playoffs. Yeah, I would agree. Plus, you, again, just right now while he's out, you can't have Trey Murphy coming up with two points. You, you can't have Alvarado with two points. I mean, Anaje Marshall, three points. I mean, you know, th- those are the guys that have to continue to be able to step up and play at a high level. And, uh, again, when they don't, th- th- there's no answer. And that's one of the reasons why I was saying, you know, ma- these guys in, in, with another year and about next year will be much better. But is there a, a, a stopgap guy that can maybe help you right now in that buyout market for when the games when these guys are not playing well? Eric, this is why for months I was telling you I wanted Boyan Bogdanovich, right? That was my right. number one target for the Falcons. Right. He would have fit so seamlessly, right? I mean, Trey Murphy, he's going to be up and down. And I'll tell you what, when Trey scores 19 points or more, the Pelicans have only lost once, won 10 times. That shows you how dependent they've been on scoring. And when he hasn't, mm-hmm. you know, they've lost the vast majority of the game. So they really need somebody like Trey, but more consistent. Bogdanovich would have been that guy. So on the buyout market, you look around. I mean, Terrence Ross sounds like he's the near lock to go to Phoenix, just got released mm-hmm. by Orlando. Other than that, maybe Will Barton. But, again, he's so much more similar to Josh Rickerson, right? He's not a knockdown shooter from deep. There's just not True. much help out there, right, in the buyout market. And you don't want to chase somebody small like a Bryn Forbes or somebody because that's no. the reason why you moved off of Devontae Graham. So, no, I really don't see any kind of potential help out there. I don't think the Pels will add anybody. How good has the West gotten just in the last few days after the trading deadline? Ooh, yeah, I mean, we already talked about the first team, the Lakers. And like you, I expect them to at least get in the play-in tournament. But you can't discount what Dallas did, right? Trading for Kyrie Irving. And I know they haven't had success, right? When Luka and Kyrie have played, they haven't won a game yet together. But I think that's going to change. And once they get more familiar, um, they get their off, or excuse me, their defense kind of figured out because that's what's really lacking for them right now after trading away uh, Dorian Finney-Smith. So Phoenix Suns try to talk about Kevin Durant whenever he joins them, and Phoenix is already in fourth. Now imagine adding Durant. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Eric, I right. don't know how the Pelicans can possibly even think about climbing inside the top four at this point. 
you're just hoping some way you can figure to get in the top six because everybody's getting healthy or they've added. Like the Clippers, they've got Kawhi and Paul George now playing pretty regularly. Golden State Warriors expect Steph Curry back. And look, don't discount Oklahoma City Thunder, even though the Pels just beat them. They're sitting in 10th right now, so it's going to be a dogfight. No, I'm with you. I agree 100%. Let, let me ask about the Willie Green situation. I think Willie Green is a terrific coach. He's a master. He's a great motivator. Like Obviously, this team loves him. Uh, but, again, it, it almost feels like he's, you know, I'm listening to him in the huddle last night, and it's the same message, right? And I mentioned this a few weeks ago, that, you know, when you see a team go 3-16 and 16 and you've done it, they did it the year before, and then there's that motivating message that gets these guys going. And, you know, we saw them, again, catch fire in the second half of the season. Uh, what do you do as a coach to be able to say, okay, act two? Uh, and, and how do you how do you maybe change it subtly so that again that the, that they're they're getting the message but it's not the same again worn out over and over message. Um, talk about Willie Green and what he's got in front of him to, to again to get this team motivated in the second in the last part of the season these last twenty three games to make that run. I think he's going to get a big boost with the Pels having eight days off. I think without a doubt that's the number one issue because the team's legs weren't were not only uh, heavy. It's the fact that their focus wasn't there, Eric. And then when you're unfocused, it doesn't matter really what the coaching staff tries to get you to do, what you work on and shoot around. The message just doesn't sink in like it would with this team, say, in the first two and a half months. So Willie, I know, has been saying the right things. He wants this team to shoot threes more. He wants them to push the pace, pass the ball more, not to get stagnant. But they've fallen into some bad habits. And like I said, I think it's all entirely due to the injuries and now Brandon Ingram coming back. And unfortunately, B.I. is trying to put on too much on his shoulders because he sees, right, the team's struggling to score. He's one of the best shooters in the game. And when he gets it going, it, it's true. He's unstoppable. I think Pelicans have, have a 7-2 and two record when he scored 26 or more points in a game this season. Mm-hmm. So I, I can kind of see what he was doing last night because it was almost the same script as the Thunder. But, of course, they got a win, and nobody's really going to complain about B.I. shooting too much when you get a win. But last night it was glaring. I mean, Trey can't go for six. So, for Willie, I think it's just getting all these guys on the same page in terms of don't try and do it yourself. Get back to what made us successful, right? especially towards the end of last year. So look right. for Trey. Look for CJ. And, look, I don't know why the Pelicans, for instance, in last night's game, Eric, didn't pound the post. We know Anthony Davis doesn't like to defend true centers. Right. Why Jonas and Billy Hernan Gomez only got, I think it was 12 touches between them or mm-hmm. maybe a little bit more, but they almost made everything is beyond me. That's where I'm hoping Willie goes back, sees what strengths he has and he needs to take advantage of because you can't overlook stuff like that in a game. 100% agree. Ali, thanks as always. Again, uh, fingers crossed for the for the last 23 games of the season that this team will get hot, go on a run, they can get out of Zion back, and that transition period is not going to be too long once he comes back again, kind of getting right. back in sync with CJ and B.I. and, of course, the rest of the team. And uh, once again, tell the folks about your fantastic site, what you guys got coming up for us, and how folks can follow you on social media. Yeah, that's exactly what we're looking at over at SB Nation. All one word, www.thebirdrights.com. We're going to focus on these final games. And Falcons have the easiest schedule. And on top of that, if you look, I think five of their first six are on the road. But most of the opponents will be on the second night of a back-to-back. That's something that plagued the Pelicans in the first half of the season. So I think the schedule is going to open up. I think this rest is going to really help them. And they're going to be able to use it as a springboard where I think just, you know, playing three or four or five maybe games over 500 the rest of the way, 
it's going to cement you in a pretty good spot. Now, whether that's seven and eight, seven or eight or five or six, we'll see. But I'm going to try and do a good depth analysis of that. Beautiful. How can folks follow you on social media? Yeah, you can follow me along on my Twitter handle, my full name, Alia Cosell, or just follow the main, the bird rights over on Twitter. And we're also on Facebook under the same names. Happy Mardi Gras to you and your family, my friend, and uh, we'll talk again next week. Absolutely. Happy Mardi Gras to you too, Eric, and all your listeners out there. There you go. Thank you, Ali. Appreciate the time as always. Yep, take care. There he goes, Ali Cassell, the bird rights again. I'm telling you. You love Pelicans basketball. You make the bird rights again one of those spots that you're going to to find out what's happening with your Pels. You want to find out, uh, I want to tell you about my friends over at, at Acadian Custom Shutters. Not to be confused with Acadian Windows or any other Acadian company. 985-893-3119. I want to talk about my own uh, situation, if, if I could for a moment, if you'll bear with me. Um, my wife and I, uh, again, we talked about, and, and you guys know, we've talked about it a lot. I wanted to hurricane-proof my home after, after Ida. You know, we got the generator, but one of the things we really wanted were hurricane shutters. So, again, like I always do, I, again, I called all the local companies. I'm, I'm not fooling with Nashville. I want to talk. I want to deal local. To my surprise, okay, um, there's only one company that, that called me back. It, it was Acadian Custom Shutters. They had an employee answer the phone, immediately set our appointment. Um, Monroe, the owner of, the, of Acadian Custom Shutters, came out to our home. Uh, we had a consultation with him, uh, easy to talk to, knowledgeable, knows his craft, knows, again, again the options out there. And we were sitting there talking at the kitchen table with him, right? Um, again, uh, he gave us a, a choice of the largest selection of hurricane-rated shutters on the market, all American-made, uh, which was very important to us. Look, I wanted Bahama shutters. I love the look of the Bahama shutters. You know, my, my wife wanted operable louvers because she still wanted to keep the natural light inside the house. Uh, Acadian Custom Shutters delivered both for us. Uh, I've said it before. Monroe never overpromised, but he overdelivered. Then the Acadian Custom cr- uh, Shutters crews came out. Uh, first of all, professional. Uh, experienced. You can see they know exactly what they're doing. Again, the attention to detail was second to none. Uh, they changed the look of our home in just one day. One day. I will say this right now. I recommend Acadian Custom Shutters to everyone. They have the styles, the colors, the shutters you're looking for, a wide selection of powder-coated aluminum products, uh, Colonial, Bahamas with operable louvers, Hurricane Rolldowns, Accordion, Lexan panels. Also, again, they specialize in patio covers, screen enclosures, motorized interior and exterior roller and rollers and awnings. You're also looking to maybe upgrade that home, and that might be the next thing we're doing, right? I mean, look, you, you have your window coverings. Maybe it's looked like that for a long, for a while now. Maybe you're moving into a new home. Uh, let me tell you right now, uh, they got the finest window coverings on the market, interior plantation shutters, Roman shades, draperies. Acadian Custom Shutters is truly a one-stop shop, knowledgeable, customer service, selection price, locally owned and operated. They checked all the boxes, serving the North Shore, South Shore, uh, also, again, the Mississippi Gulf Coast, Acadian uh, Custom Shutters, 985-893-3119. Call today, again, for that 10% um, off spring sale. And, of course, that ends uh, on, on March the 15th. And, of course, AcadianCustomShutters.com. If you're looking to, again, beautify the interior the exterior of your home, uh, maybe, again, you're looking to expand that, that living space outside, make sure you make the call to Acadian Custom Shutters, 985-893-3119. You'll be glad you did. We'll be right back. 
I'm Ken Trahan. And I'm Jude Young. We'll have comprehensive coverage of high school, college, and the pros. Plus, we give you a voice to speak your mind. It's entertainment. It's information. It's all that you could want. And it's right here on 1061 Nash Icon. Monday through Friday from 6 to 7 p.m. Following Inside New Orleans on 1061 Nash Icon. Country for life. This report is sponsored by Jackson Hewitt. When it comes to your tax refund, think biggest. As in, Jackson Hewitt guarantees your biggest refund or your money back plus $100. Limited time offer for new clients filing at participating locations. Max value $200. Visit jacksonhewitt.com slash 50 for terms. Look out for delays that are heavy if you're traveling on 10 eastbound right at Williams. And delays pick back up on 10 eastbound from just past City Park to the high rise. 10 westbound, your delays are solid from Orleans to Canal. And delays pick back up 10 westbound from just past Bonneville to the airport. On the 610 on the westbound side, your delays are steady right at Canal Boulevard. Meanwhile, on the eastbound side of the Pontchartrain Expressway, excuse me, delays are solid if you're traveling westbound along the Pontchartrain Expressway from the Claiborne Earhart exit to the St. Charles Carondelet exit. I'm at Robinson Broadcasting from the New Orleans Funeral and Cremation Services Traffic Center. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue. Open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Oceana Grill, Bourbon and Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. Mambo's, 411 Bourbon Street. Three floors of incredible dining in what might be the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest and magnificent cocktails. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter Courtyard or on our Bourbon Street balcony. Come experience Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Mambo is perfect for a night out with friends, a romantic getaway, your next event, or a delicious meal with family. Lunch and dinner seven days a week. Order online for delivery at mambonola.com. Make your next New Orleans memory at Mambo's. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Its powerful technology actively finds and invites qualified candidates to apply to your job. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you the needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free.
Don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating in the market for a generator for your home or business. And why wouldn't you be living in South Louisiana? Not just because of tropical events, the everyday uh, storms, and, of course, the inability for the for the uh, grid uh, to keep the power on for us. Folks, let me tell you right now. Go get in contact with my friends over at Burkhardt. Jason Burkhardt will come out to your home or business, sit right down with you, and do a consultation. That means he's going to educate you on your options when it comes to a generator. You can finance it over time with low monthly notes, or, again, you can pay up front. Uh, also, again, uh, new install quality check after one month. That means one of the Burkhardt technicians will be out after one month to show you how to operate the system. Uh, at Burkhardt, they offer you a single-day install, which means their dedicated generator team will do everything, planning, permits, inspections. Uh, also, again, they offer 24-7 emergency service with all the parts you need from their warehouse uh, in Mandeville. And, of course, they also can maintain that generator for you all, all again throughout the year. Uh, remember, you have to maintain that like a car engine. So they, they have that, uh, that ability to do that for you as well. Plus, again, they are the experts when it comes to generator. Generac generator, is there one in your future? If there is, make sure, again, you um, uh, call my friends at Burkhardt. That's Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating Generator Sales and Service. That's acpromise.com. acpromise.com. Don't sign that contract with any other company till you call my friends at Burkhardt. That's Burkhardt, acpromise.com. Today's program brought to you by the Oceana Family of Restaurants, Oceana Grill, Mambo's, Old New Orleans Cookery, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, and, of course, Mambo's. That's right, Mambo's. Three floors of, again, the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street, 411 Bourbon Street, Cajun Creole Cuisine at its finest, magnificent cocktails, uh, would have time to go, Mardi Gras time, to go to Mambo's. Uh, if there, if the, there's availability for, again, the tickets with the all-inclusive uh, deal where you get drinks and food, you might want to check with the hostess for that, but if not, Go on in. Grab a bite to eat. Go, go sit in their authentic French Quarter courtyard. Uh, maybe, again, uh, those, those picture windows that overlook Bourbon Street. Check it out the Reverie. Not one, again, Bourbon Street balcony and, and, of course, Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Uh, they're open for lunch and dinner seven days a week. Fantastic cocktails. You want to find out more, it's mambonola.com. And then right next door is the hideout bar. Live music in a, in a French Quarter courtyard setting. Uh, great food. Fantastic cocktails. Man, what a time to be downtown during the Mardi Gras and do it at the Oceana Family of Restaurants. Make sure Mambo's is one of your stops. That's Mambo, 411 Bourbon Street in the quarter. All right, joining us now on the program is Ross Jackson from Locked on Saints Podcast. So much to talk to him about. Ross, welcome to the show. Hey, buddy. Glad to be here, man. Thanks so much for having me on. Ross, before we get started, tell everybody about your fantastic podcast, if you would. Oh, yeah. Well, Locked on Saints is available wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube as well. Uh, 30 minutes a day, keeping you up to date with everything going on around your favorite team, the New Orleans Saints, and uh, you know daily breakdowns on pretty much anything that you're looking for. You want film study? We got that. You want uh, draft talk? We got that. You want salary cap talk? We got that. The offseason is a ton of fun, and we're still here five days a week all throughout the offseason uh, as well. As uh, my good friend Eric knows, there's no offseason for us. <laughs> no, there's no offseason at all. And, of course, the big story today obviously has to do with Alvin Kamara, uh, the indictment in Clark County by Clark County guy grand jury uh, that um, for conspiracy to commit battery, battery resulting in substantial bodily harm. We don't want to get into the legalese of this, but from the Saints standpoint, they had to know this was coming. They know there's going to be a suspension at the beginning of this upcoming season. Uh, so they have to plan accordingly. How do you think they do that? Is that a veteran running back? Is that a combination of veteran running back and also, again, drafting a running back? Maybe like a, I'm crossing my fingers here, like a Tajay Spears. How do you think they, they approach this? Yeah, I do think that it's a combination of the two. You know, I think about, you know, you look at the the free agent list of running backs this year. There's some pretty good names out there, Miles Sanders. I mean, obviously, like, there's big names, right? Uh, uh, Saquon Barkley's on an expiring deal. 
Josh Jacobs is on an expiring deal. I don't think the Saints have to go that route for a running back, but they could go to Rashad Penny, who they got an up-close and personal look at in 2022 with the Seattle Seahawks. I know he got injured during that game, but he was uh, on a tear uh, up against them. And with Kenneth Walker, you know, being as good as he was in 2022, there's a good opportunity. The young rookie over there in Seattle, there's a good chance that Rashad Penny's out the door and heading somewhere else. So the Saints could invest in a between-the-tackles guy like a Rashad Penny in free agency, but then go out and draft a Tajay Spears or a Jameer Gibbs or a Kenny McIntosh, these guys, Israel Abanacanda. There's so many options in terms of these young running backs in 2022 three uh, in that draft class that you know can be had in the second third fourth fifth rounds and have an immediate impact for you in place of Alvin Kamara and then also get in the mix along with Alvin Kamara as well so I wouldn't be surprised to see them kind of go the route of a veteran running back but then also drafting a running back this year mm-hmm. they've kind of leaned on undrafted free agent rookies over the course of the past couple of years that hasn't worked out Tony Jones Jr. Abram Smith neither of those guys panned out so I, I wouldn't be surprised to see them actually invest draft capital into uh, a running back much like they did years ago with uh, with Alvin Kamara and see where that takes them moving forward. Let's talk about the biggest story this week, which is, again, the Derek Carr sweepstakes. Uh, visited with the Saints for two days, left. Supposedly there was an ESPN report saying that the Saints and Alfred him asked him for a pay cut. A lot of people believe that was misconstrued, that this was really about asking him to be able to, again, um, uh, restructure whatever deal it's going to be going forward. Uh, give us your take on everything that's surrounding uh, Derek Carr, and if you th- where do you think he is in terms of, again, the possibility of becoming a New Orleans Saint? Yeah, I still think there's a good possibility there. I still think he's at the top of the list for the New Orleans Saints. And, you know, look, I, I think he's their best option, too, in terms of, of what's out there. He's the best available free agent uh, quarterback, that's for certain. Maybe maybe you put Jimmy Garoppolo close in that conversation, but with the shoulder injury, throwing arm uh, injuries, surgeries, things like that that he's had, I, I think that knocks him down a little bit. And so, you know, you look at Derek Carr as the best possible available free agent. There's a potential for Aaron Rodgers and Lamar Jackson to maybe hit the trade market. Aaron Rodgers is in his whatever a dark retreat is somewhere, doing whatever it is that he does, figuring out what his future is. And Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens are working towards a deal. So we'll see around, you know, if either one of those guys becomes available. But, you know, outside of them, Derek Carr is the best available option in terms of what's going to be out there. So I think the Saints will still be in on him. I think that he still has interest in New Orleans, as far as I understand, but he's going to do the right thing and try to maximize his market. He's going to have a lot of suitors. Carolina Panthers are going to be interested. The uh, you know New York Jets are going to be interested, although it sounds like they're prioritizing, per reports earlier today, uh, Aaron Rodgers and Lamar Jackson, which is curious because neither of them are actually on the market uh, just yet. So uh, I think that that puts the Saints in a good position in terms of being able to bring him in. Um, Carolina's loading up their staff for you know a young quarterback. The Indianapolis Colts are in position to draft a young quarterback, and the Houston Texans are in position to draft a young quarterback. Those are situations that Derek Carr maybe doesn't want to be in. Maybe he doesn't want a rookie immediately breathing down his neck. Uh, you know that's invested a, a you know that the, the franchise invested the top ten, top five pick uh, in. So. All that sums up pretty well for New Orleans. We'll see how it all works out. If they don't land a, a Derek Carr, then I wouldn't be surprised to see them run it back with, with Andy Dalton in 2023, build the mm-hmm. offense around him intentionally, and then draft a young quarterback to get ready for 2024. And then that way they're you know out, out there. Because the next tier of quarterbacks behind Derek Carr, they're not, it's not a very exciting group. It's Sam Darnold, Agreed. Baker Mayfield. I, I think you probably would lean on Andy Andy Dalton in a second year of your system, 
Jameis Winston in a third year of your system, Taysom Hill in, you know, another year in, in the system, then Baker Mayfield or Sam Darnold in, you know, with no experience with, with your franchise. So I wouldn't be surprised to see it shake out that way if the Saints can't land Derek Carr. Yeah, yeah. Please know Baker Mayfield. I mean, again, I think it would be an inaccurate quarterback and, and, and an issue in the locker room. So, again, I would hope they wouldn't go in that direction. Is this going to be a situation where uh, Carr is going to wait until the Aaron Rodgers uh, uh, shoe falls? Uh, or is it, do you think he is going to be very aggressive within the next couple of weeks doing visits and trying to, because he can sign immediately uh, and sign before the March 15th deadline? Also, I do want to, as, as a follow up to that question, the situation with Lamar Jackson, some are saying they're not going to put the exclusive tag on him and be dangling him out there for maybe a couple of first round picks. Is that something you think the Saints may be enticed by? So why don't you go ahead and take both of those questions? Yeah, I, I think they absolutely should. I'll start with the Lamar Jackson question because they have options in Baltimore. They can go with the exclusive tag, which would allow them to tag him, keep him on a lower lower contract salary, and then potentially trade him off for what would be a huge you know return of assets. Or they could do the non-exclusive tag, which is a little bit more expensive, but it does give sort of the tender option to where a team can make an offer and then the Ravens can choose to either match that offer or not match that offer. And then in return, they get two first round picks, but you got to imagine that if they tagged him with an exclusive tag and then traded him, that they would get way more than just two first round picks in return. So I feel like you're kind of cutting off your, you know, you're cutting your losses a little bit. If that's the route that the Ravens go, we'll see if they do go that way. It would be curious, but I think at that point, about some 27 teams are going to be submitting offer sheets trying to get Lamar Jackson uh, uh, to their franchise for a pair of first round picks. It's an absolute steal for you. Uh, but when it comes to you know looking at the Aaron Rodgers thing and, and, and whether or not Derek Carr will wait for that, Derek Carr is clearly comfortable being patient with this. He could have you know waived his no trade clause and he could be a New Orleans Saint today if that's the route that he wanted to go. But he's clearly comfortable being patient, so he could wait to see what Aaron Rodgers uh, is going to do. I think though that what that means is that he waits to see if Aaron Rodgers wants to be traded or if he wants to stay in Green Bay or if he leaves, not necessarily waiting for a move to happen if he decides that he doesn't want to be in Green Bay anymore. And so I think at that point, maybe if Aaron Rodgers is smart, Aaron Rodgers is going to say, I'm going to wait for Derek Carr to sign somewhere. That way that sets the floor of my contract. That way when I get traded and I get restructured and all that, there's a, mm-hmm. there's a floor that I can set for myself. So it's going to be interesting to see which one of them um, you know, moves first in terms of uh, landing with a new team if Aaron Rodgers goes that way. But I could see both of them being willing to be patient, weighing their options, and, and just trying to choose what's going to be the best, uh, best fit for them. Uh, I, I agree with you. I, I did want to ask you about this because uh, this has been uh, a lot of a lot of Saints um, uh, fans have sticker shock when you start talking thirty-five, forty million dollars a year for uh, Derek Carr. But again, I'm reminded this week by several of our correspondents that came on the program, and, uh, and again, you've talked about it as well. The market for the quarterback position is going to rise significantly in terms of salary with a lot of the young guns coming up with, with their opportunity to be able to get uh, new contracts. What we saw in terms of, again, the, 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 I guess the, the floor of what, it, what you were paying for a quarterback is going to raise significantly, and those guys at the top are going to make some really big money. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, look, if Lamar Jackson, whenever Lamar Jackson gets his new contract, that's going to be record setting. Then Joe Burrow will come up quickly after that. Then eventually Justin Herbert will be after that. So there's just going to be more and more of Jalen Hurts will soon be after that as well. So that, you know, $35 million to $40 million per year is going to be an absolute bargain when you and I are talking at this time next year. That's how quickly this is all going to move because you have not only the quarterback market that's going to spring up with all these young quarterbacks that are about to move into second deals, 
but you also have a salary cap that's steadily, you know, back to health at this point. And we haven't even seen the full impact of the TV deals and the gambling money and all the other things that come in that's going to in, end up impacting that bottom line. So I think those two elements uh, put together, $35 million per year for a Derek Carr is not a big ask at this point. And every NFL team knows that. And, you know, and, and there's going to be a clear division between quarterbacks that are making on average $35 million per year and quarterbacks that aren't making on average $35 million per year. That's going to be the dividing line moving forward. And then that line is just going to continue to creep up. And it's worth mentioning, too, that just because a contract is structured to average out to $35 million per year, it doesn't mean that that quarterback ever actually makes $35 million per year. There's a different True. number in terms of guarantees. And then the structure of the contract is usually backloaded to where the base salary in the early years is lower than the base salary in the late years because that's where you want all the non-guaranteed money pushed to is towards the end of the deal. And so even though that ends up being the face value average, that's not mm -hmm. actually the true money that's invested in the player. Great point. Uh, before it's all said and done, he may look like a bargain of 35 to $40 million a year. And I'm mm -hmm. sure at this point, what, what, what happened this past week when, 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 when they met – was, again, about setting the structure of that contract, kind of letting him know, again, look, this is what we have. We are cap-strapped, but this is what we can do for you. Uh, you know, again, the, the, not a pay cut, but, again, showing him how they can structure the deal right. so that, again, that they can add more talent so this can be a team that can contend. Absolutely. Would you, would you agree yeah, with nothing, that? Yeah, absolutely. Nothing about the quarterback contract is going to be built in such a way that you can't put weapons around that quarterback. Quarterback's really only going to be as good as the pieces that are around him and the coaching that leads the way. And so a lot of that stuff has question marks going into 2023 for the New Orleans Saints, but if you need to get that first piece filled out before you can start to fill out the rest, that's the way that it, that's the way that it works. And so I think that you're absolutely right. The Saints would not put themselves in a situation to where they would invest every available dollar into a quarterback Instead, they want to have a low first round or first year uh, cap hit, a low first year mm -hmm. base salary, a large signing bonus that they prorate over five years. That ends up, you know, I don't want to get boring talking about all the numbers or anything like that, but, you know, they can structure the contract as such to where they can continue to build around whoever that quarterback is. In this case, you know, the, high, the, the, the yeah. sort of hypothetical is, is Derek Carr. And so, yeah, you're absolutely right. I think that's part of what that meeting very likely was, was like, here's what we would want to do with your contract, which gives you a pretty good indication of what contract they'd be willing to give them on the open market. Yeah, no doubt. And, of course, in your opinion, if because we only got a few minutes left, if Derek Carr was to sign uh, a, a deal with the Saints, does that preclude, preclude them from, getting, uh, from drafting a quarterback this year? Is it something that they maybe they kick down the, uh, the, the, uh, the road for maybe another two seasons and add players that they, that they definitely need a position? of need right now in the draft yeah i think it gives you the opportunity to be a little bit more i'll say selective over the quarterbacks and where you would be drafting them so instead of you rushing to grab a quarterback at the bottom of round one so that you can get a fifth year option on them or at the top of round two so you don't miss out you know swinging into round three instead of you you know trying to do it sort of in the early portion of the draft, maybe you're, you're willing to sit back and, and, and roll the dice with, with a younger guy. They don't often hit only one quarterback drafted beyond the second round over the past 10 years at 75 total quarterbacks. Only one of them is a starting quarterback in the NFL today, and that's Dak Prescott. Now, we'll see what happens mm -hmm. with Brock Purdy. We'll see what happens with some of right. the other younger guys we haven't seen pan out yet. But 
over the last 10 years, the only one that has been consistently a starting quarterback for multiple seasons is Dak Prescott. Rounds one and two, that's where you see 50%, 15 out of 30 in round one, four out of eight in round two. So that's usually the place that you want to swing. And it doesn't mean that you just invest the first or a second round pick and you get that starter. It means that you have to land first or second round talent with that pick as well. So you need to make sure that the, the talent matches the expense. And maybe if you land Derek Carr, you could be a little bit more selective about that. It's the kind of stuff you get from uh, Ross Jackson on his podcast, Locked on Saints podcast with Saints Wire and also with CrestedySports.com. Ross, tell folks how they can follow you on social media. Absolutely. Easiest way to do that is, of course, on Twitter at Ross Jackson NOLA, N-O-L-A. That's where you can find all the work written, uh, spoken, or otherwise, uh, all there on Twitter at Ross Jackson NOLA. Happy Mardi Gras to you and your family, my friend. Have a safe Mardi Gras, and we'll be checking in with you next week. Thanks so much for being with us today. Right back at you, buddy. Take care. Stay safe. Talk to you soon. There he goes, Ross Jackson, again, with us each and every week here on the program. Again, don't forget about our uh, friends over at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Even on, on a Mardi Gras holiday, uh, they are working. They are installing new systems. Uh, they're out there, again, troubleshooting and, and, uh, and getting you back up and running if you're, if you're, uh, if you're down. Air conditioning systems, heating systems, uh, uh, standby generators for your home or your business. Also, that Apco whole home air treatment system. Uh, you name it, they got you covered. Truly a company you can trust. It's Burkhardt. ACpromise.com. That's ACpromise.com. Today's program brought to you by the Oceana family of restaurants. All are open late. All are open seven days a week and all are ready for you during the Mardi Gras celebration. Oceana Grill, Mambo's, Old New Orleans Cookery, Bobby Bear's Cajun County Restaurant, and the Hideout Bar. Uh, heading out to the Mardi Gras. Make sure, again, you do it, again, Oceana style. One of the Oceana family of restaurants. We'll be right back. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Mambo's. 411 Bourbon Street. Three floors of incredible dining in what might be the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest and magnificent cocktails. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter Courtyard or on our Bourbon Street balcony. Come experience Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Mambo is perfect for a night out with friends, a romantic getaway, your next event, or a delicious meal with family. Lunch and dinner seven days a week. Order online for delivery at mambonola.com. Make your next New Orleans memory at Mambo's. At Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, their number one priority is treating people right. Take it from me, Eric Asher. It means getting there quickly in an emergency. They'll be on time and do a perfect job. And it means they promise to give everyone a fair price every time. So if you're looking for a better experience from your generator AC company, or you just got a big quote from someone else and you want a second opinion, let the folks at Burkhardt earn your trust and treat you right. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Suburban Roofing and Siding, 861 Roof, locally owned and operated, fully licensed and insured, has been re-roofing South Louisiana for over a decade. Suburban Roofing is one of only 6% of roofing contractors nationwide, certified by shingle manufacturers. My good friend Marty Scoggins is honest and reliable and stands behind all of Suburban Roofing's quality workmanship. Suburban Roofing skilled crews are experts in all types of roofs. Trust a Louisiana company with local referrals, not a storm chaser with your re-roofing needs. Don't sign that contract till you call Suburban Roofing and Siding at 861 Roof. That's 861 76 Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Its powerful technology actively finds and invites qualified candidates to apply to your job. 
So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you the needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. I'd rather ride a bike with my kids than ride in an ambulance. I'd rather have a catch with my dog, Curtis, than catch pneumococcal pneumonia. <coughs> if you're 19 or older with certain chronic conditions like heart disease, asthma, or diabetes, you may be at increased risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20, pneumococcal 20-valent conjugate vaccine, a Pfizer vaccine that can help protect against pneumococcal pneumonia in just one dose. Learn more at Prevnar20.com. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. The most commonly reported side effect was pain at the injection site. For additional common side effects and full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Demand different. Demand Deli DeBosier. Imagine this. You've been hurt in a car crash, but the insurance company only offers you pennies on the dollar for what you need for your injuries. You realize you should have called a lawyer, but how can you afford one now? At Dully DeBosier, that call is free, and we are the only law firm in the state with the no-fee guarantee. That means you pay us nothing, no fees, no costs, or expenses unless we get you money. That's the Dully DeBosier difference. Call 504-444-4444. Chad Dudley, New Orleans. LA 22-13578. All right, folks, that's it for me. Thanks so much for tuning in. want to thank our guest today, Alec Gassell, the Bird Rights, also um, uh, Ross Jackson. Uh, Gary, uh, Gary Smith, and, uh, of course, Tommy Chrysan. Uh, Rudy back in the studio producing the program. All the great sponsors sponsor our program, including our friends at the Oceana Family of Restaurants, heading out to the Mardi Gras this weekend. Uh, make sure, again, you're, uh, you're involved uh, getting a, a great meal or, again, a cocktail at one of the Oceana Family of Restaurants. And all the great sponsors sponsor our program. Just go to ericasher.com for a slideshow of the sponsor sponsor our show. And as always, we appreciate your support of, their, of the sponsors. Uh, coming up at 6 o'clock is uh, the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports on WLAE-TV. Uh, Sean Mazan is my guest. And stand, coming up right here on, on 106.1 FM is the Life Resources Bottom Line Sports Hour with Michael Green and Ken Trahan. My last show until after Mardi Gras. I hope you all of you have a, a safe uh, Mardi Gras season. And uh, looking forward to seeing you guys again on Wednesday. Uh, until then, my name is Eric Asher. Have a wonderful Mardi Gras. Uh, from the dog catch to the governor, that includes the mayor. They all got to go.